Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Forever Game Podcast. I am your host, along with Jamie here, and today, after our lengthy preparation for this episode, we thought we would talk about the topic of stress and how you deal with stress. Yeah, we are. And so um, I think we will probably just start with Jamie because we know that I feel like Jamie's just never stressed. I look at her and she's just never stressed. I'm like, how are you doing? And she's never up like, oh my gosh, it's great. Amazing day. Awesome. Blah, 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 blah. But you're never, I'm like, how are you, how are you doing? Like, I'm nervous to ask. Yeah. You're pretty even keeled. hundred percent. I've yeah. always been that way. Right. And so that must mean that you have no emotion and you never <laughs> feel stressed. Absolutely none. Okay. Absolutely none. Good. I'm, well, this is going to be a short episode. What is interesting? I don't, I don't what? know how... What things, I think one of the important parts of dealing with stress is figuring out what stresses you out. What's the cause of like some stress? What, what things kind of stress you out? Like when do you get stressed? Um, deadlines. Okay. Deadlines. Pressure of deadlines. Yeah. I think that's a lot of times it's kind of like I, I, when I find myself getting the most stressed is when there's obviously a lot of various client projects going on at the same time yeah convoluted yeah and i feel like i've taken on too much ah and then i start making lists sure which i make lists a lot but like when i'm i I make lists within the list and that's why i know i'm a little stressed because i'm have to like that's how I calm myself down is right. by visualizing visualizing it. what all has to get done and then putting it in a place where allowing time for it to get done like time boxing kind of thing do you ever get where you've said yes to so many things and many of them are free or volunteer and then you get overwhelmed because you've taken those on and then you kind of start to blame the people that asked you to do things for free because I do that yes I think I used to do more of that, but I was thinking about that recently. I've almost like gotten rid of all of my volunteer right. things that I was involved in, yeah. which is good and bad. Right. I feel like I'm less community <laughs> oriented <laughs> now. Yeah, you just but only because into a, a dick yeah. basically. Only because there were so many other things that required that time. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you work for yourself, you're relying on your time is your yeah. pretty much your only asset. Yeah, yeah, you got to make much. it count, mm-hmm. right? And then, uh-huh. well, like, so you don't you you and I handle the stress very differently. I feel like. Well, let's get into yours first. <laughs> like I'm deflecting. We'll oh, we'll get to me, <laughs> but um, if you get stressed, how do you deal with it? So there's, do you ignore it? Do you escape from it? You said you make lists. So you like to compartmentalize and kind of break it into pieces, make it more manageable. I like to make a practical action plan for getting all the things done that are stressing me out. That's what I have to do. Sure. And then I also have to maintain my routines. Okay. Like I place, I prioritize the, the things that like I know. Keep you balanced. Yes. Make me happy. So like I always. Even though I've got a shit ton of stuff to do, I'm still going to the gym right. because we're be- we're busy. We're busy sometimes. It's like four forty, and <laughs> and Jamie be like, oh, you know, we got to. 
I have think like I have commitments. <laughs> and like I have three progeny <laughs> with lots of activities. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I, I can, me too, you know. And then I realized you're just going to the gym, which is a good thing. Because I, it, I have my 5.30 class. And if yes. I don't get there, I'm going to be pissed off. Yes. <laughs> and no one wants that. So, yeah. but you, do you feel like you de-stress after you do that? Some physical yes. activity? Yes. It's my favorite thing. The high of working out is like one of my all-time favorite things. Just that feeling of walking away, having worked hard, that endorphin rush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing naturally. Centers you? Yeah. Feel like? Yeah. Hmm. And I like routines in a way. Do you stress so I eat? Like Do you stress eat? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, me neither. Nah, no. Nope. I honestly can say I don't think I do. No, you definitely don't. I was thinking this the other yesterday at the Super Bowl when we were you had messaged me something or maybe I don't know or maybe I saw a post or something of yours and I was like I'm just like just going ham and eating. Yeah. You know. I was like I wonder if she ever has days like that. Like do you ever have cheat days where you're just like, "You know what? These sugar cookies going in my body." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think like it's I don't have full-blown, like, cheat days. I've. It's more, like, balanced if there is something that I and want. And yours is mostly liquid, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that that's a good point. Like, the drinking thing. Like, yeah. I don't really drink during the week. Right. Or I really try not to. Yeah. And then, then I'm like, oh, it's Friday. Happy hour. Right. Then I'm like, let's have a beer. Sure. Yeah, but you, I, you I are do very have, balanced with all of your decisions. Yeah. They're like, I have really good, and I've learned this from living with Micah. I have, what do you call it? Like, I'm, um, I can control my, <laughs> oh, your self, self control, self control. Like, yeah. I have really good self control. Yeah. I have, I'm not like, if there's Impulsive. a bowl of, if there's a bowl of M&Ms sitting on the table, like, I can look at them and not eat them. Yeah. M&Ms are, yeah. No, I don't know what, like, that's maybe a bad one, but candy like any sort of candy like Micah has to eat whatever's in front of him I'm like can you just yeah. not yeah no just that's you have to there's a thing so i, I have, have good self-control like a fresh bag of jalapeno cheddar kettle chips and french onion dip at our house and it's not opened i will think about it throughout the day <laughs> it will come to my brain and when i was 16 it was thoughts of other impulses but now it's mostly food mostly kettle chips i'll be like oh, we, got, we got that new bag at home i know exactly where it is I wonder how quickly when I get home I can crack it open and be sitting on the couch. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think there's so there's like the physical release of stress, and then there's the mental release of stress, which is my, like my list making. Uh, but then also, like sometimes when I feel like my brain is too full, then I have to let it. Like then I'll start writing or working on a weird creative outlet project. Sure. Just sort of regurgitating, getting mm-hmm. some of it out. Mm-hmm. Got it. And I was talking to you yesterday about this. I'm, I'm going to start because I've been doing the journaling. Yes. But I feel like I'm doing less of it because I don't like how much time it takes me to write it down uh. physically. So I'm like, oh, what if I do it? What if I record it and do digitally? Yeah. And if you adopt that publishing Bringing an audience to your work holds you a little more accountable. Yeah. I don't care if people read it, but then also the thought of like somebody relating to it also is cool to me. Yeah. And people, I think more people need to share like their thoughts around 
just real real things and mental health right and so flooding the the internet with reality and authenticity instead of like a fake yeah yeah. That was me taking a selfie, Filtered listener. Duck, duck lips you had going. Mm-hmm. Is that still? Do people still do that? Absolutely. Mostly when they have a blood alcohol level. I feel like it used to be a sober activity. Now it's right higher frequency when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've noticed at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did that yesterday. I set up my personal blog. Oh, good. I I'm just your, have to. Where? Whoa, whoa, on where Squarespace, okay. I've got it sitting. I almost put it all together. It wow. took me like two and a half hours, but you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So I'm excited about it. That's a way. I don't know what to call it, but right now it's definitely going to be a de-stressor for sure. Jamie speaks. <laughs> Did you pick that? <laughs> no, it was Jamie journals. Okay, that's a poor attempt at alliteration. I know. I, know. I don't know what else to Jamie's call jargon? it. Jamie's jargon. No. Um, I don't like the JJ thing. But Josh I, and with Jamie. But like my um, family will make fun of me. They like when I'm cooking and st- I don't know. We have this like ongoing joke where they call me Jamie. Like Jamie eats. That's like my cooking show when I'm talking about things that oh. I'm making. Like, so that, that's probably where it came yeah, from. Yeah, you should do that. I sent it to my sister. I was like, Jamie <laughs> journals. And they died. They thought it was funny. Good. Then you should do it. I but like it that. also sounds kind of dumb at the same time, although it doesn't matter. No, it's your blog. Anyways, I think those are all ways that I release stress in a healthy way. Good. Along with the not so healthy things. Right. And another thing that I've um, helps me de-stress is when I know that I'm leaving Minnesota. Oh, it just gives you like, you see light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seasonal affective disorder is a real thing and it does affect me. I've been so excited. Like I'm so happy to leave tomorrow. Mine is bittersweet in two weeks because no, I like, I love my children, but there's a layer of anxiety for three, bringing three little kids through the airport on a plane traveling. Absolutely. There is know? me. This trip is like, I'm just going to be by myself most of the time and it's going to be so fun. Yeah. That's the perfect Jay May vacation. <laughs> JMA travels. Oh my God. We've, we've. <laughs> it anyway, is. Anyway, we've opened be... Pandora's box with that one. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a parent brand. I can see all of the little limbs. Right. Right. Well, when uh, it comes. Do, do you feel like you better understand my stress? Yeah. I mean, we've worked together enough where I, I pretty much knew most of that stuff. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know. With the house stuff. I haven't felt stressed. <laughs> there were a few days when you had you, you were stressed. Yeah, yeah. When you tell. had several decisions to make, where you even said, um, "Like I just have to make all the decisions." You oh were, yeah, you were a little overwhelmed with decision fatigue, which is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and there's so many decisions. I'm assuming you have to make, and yeah. I just I just know this from watching this Chip weekend. And Chip and I Joanna. Ha- yeah, this weekend or what was it when we did our little walkthrough that I was not prepared for? Yeah, the electrical walkthrough. I had a slight panic because. I'm like, shit, this kitchen is not, like kitchen, living room are all one space. I'm like, they look so small right now. So I'm stressed that it's not going to be like, this is such a first world problem. But like I didn't design it how I wanted it to be, but we'll see. Furniture, finishings, they make a big difference. I know. And you get some color outside, you get some light outside, that, that that will draw the eye and make it feel a little more homey in there. 
It's hard when it's just a white sheet outside. Totally. This January was rough for that. Did you feel that affect your... I do it. I feel it every year. Every year in January, I just get a high case of the efforts. I, yeah. I think anxiety. I told you this. It was the grayest January on record. Really? Maybe I told somebody else that. No, but, but you did tell me January 20th was like... <laughs> the most depressing day. Depressed day. Yeah. Yeah. January's rough. When you get to March 1st, that's when I have a glimmer of hope. Because mm-hmm. March is like in like a line out like a lamb, that whole thing. Like there's a chance. That's why you know? I love spring. And there's so much good to come. Smelling the melted earth, like mm-hmm. mud. Angie, we were driving yesterday a little bit from my son's hockey game where he scored his first traveling goal. And yeah, he did. Yeah, but he's a, he just doesn't care. Like he's just as happy. Love of the game. Yeah. He, he just <laughs> really, he. I'm like, hey, yeah, it was awesome. You scored that goal. He's like, yeah. Just happy I played. Yeah, he's just happy to be part of the team with the That's boys. That's so cool. Good. He's just smiling, hope- looking at the boys. Yeah. So anyway, Angie smelt some like melted earth yesterday. It was like 43 degrees. It really... And it just... And I refuse to. Triggered I enjoy something. it, but I, it's a trick. You need to stay away. I don't even want to take it in. Mm-hmm. I want to wait 30 more days, then I can smell it and maybe enjoy it a little bit and have hope. But if we want to transition to my, my stress, we could we could sure, we could yeah. do that too. Yeah, then it may be more. I'll think of more things as we go. Sure. The How things, do you feel like you handle stress, Tyler? Um. Other than <laughs> compulsively eating kettle chips. Right. I I do. I have adopted a more balanced um, approach when it comes to trying to work out more. And, I can, I've, I've noticed you've and, been just more diligent about right. it. Like I got to do it, which is, which is good. But, um, also I think the, uh, the things that stress me out, my triggers are ambiguity and a lot of work, you know, when, when the same sorts of things, when we have a lot of things going on and I feel like I don't have a mental handle on them mm-hmm. because I'm not, I don't use systems to organize which I should, mm-hmm. and we're starting to have to. Yeah. When well, we have, we've adopted some, right? Yeah. Um, but I used to be able to manage my two-week workflow, which is all I could hold in my brain, but I could hold it pretty well, you know? Right. And now I can't fit it in there anymore. I know. And so that would, that would make me anxious. Um, the things that made me the most stressed, the most stressed I think I've ever been in my life when it comes to work was the end of winter break just a few weeks ago when the world essentially goes silent. Like all of our clients are just silent. They're cel- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't necessarily respond, which is they shouldn't, mm-hmm. but I wasn't working and that made me anxious. Like that's when I was most stressed and had anxiety from not working. And so how did you deal with it? By working. I needed to get back. You, you worked on different things. Well, I can't even, I can't, I have to work on the stuff. I, progress makes me less stressed, even if it's small. Uh-huh. And sometimes when I get too anxious, when there's too much work like bubbling up, I'll, I'll distract myself by cleaning my vehicle, which makes me feel like good in for a half hour mm-hmm. or. Well, you, know, you had a home projects that you had. To yeah. Do. We were doing home projects, which made me feel good, but none of the source of my anxiety was being tackled. Yeah. So it distracted me. That's a good point. And made me feel good in the short term, but it wasn't handling anything. I Sometimes I need to sit down on my computer and I say, like, even though I'm not feeling in a place, a happy, creative place to work on this, as soon as I start, I'll feel better and then it will start flowing. Yep. And 
I'd never experienced that before. I've never worked on anything as hard as I've worked on this. So mm-hmm. question I have for you. I was just thinking about this. Um, how, do you notice your sleep being yep. impacted? Yep. Like quality of sleep, but also just, uh, yeah, maybe just quality of sleep. Yes. But then again, it's hard to separate some of it from the kids. Mm. I have a you know, <laughs> yeah. basically a, like a 65% chance oh, yeah. that some kid's going to be up and wake us up. And there's three of them. So 65% for each one of them. Uh, Miles is down to like maybe 10%. Luckily one out of 10 days. want Angie though. Yes. Said. Yes, that's true. Which stresses her out. And I have to I make know. sure to step in when I can. Yeah. Um, but she usually just smacks me and Yeah, which I'm perfectly comfortable with. And then I go and try to help. But sleep, um, I have noticed that I'm much more intentional with my sleep. I've, for the past 18 months, I've worked many, many late nights, many late nights. And for a while, I had an alarm go off at 9.45 p.m. Mm-hmm. to say, hey, do your work, you know. And But there have been a few times over the last few weeks where we had a lot of work, and I still was like, you know what, I am mentally exhausted, physically exhausted. I've felt the same. And I'm like, it's 8.45, I should stay up and work till 1. You know what, I'm just going to go to bed. Uh-huh. And I would just go to bed, and I would get the work done. Yep. You'd find a time to get it done. Yeah. Here's one question, though, about the sleeping thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have dreams about any of our clients and the work? Do I have dreams about our clients? I know that kind of sounds weird. Oh, yeah. Um, no, not not really. I'll, I'll think about things that make me feel anxious. I'll dream about, like, kids getting hurt or lost. or Those are the things that I'll have dreams about. Mm-hmm. And I'll wake up, and I think it's the same root cause of anxiety. I'm just feeling anxiety, so it manifests in a way in my dreams that makes me scared. Yeah. And, yeah, because really, all of it is gravy. You know, if, you're, if your kids and family are healthy, like, we could get fired or something could go oh, wrong, sure. you know, yeah. but it's all just gravy anyway, even though we're trying to work hard at it and do a good job. But yeah, those are the things that um, I think I have to be a little more present with. Yeah. I have crazy ass dreams about beer. Doesn't surprise me. I can tell like when I'm, when I'm thinking, I'll go to bed thinking about an issue or a thought or an idea. Yeah. And then I'll have a weird dream about something going just totally whack i never have dreams about that about our work going wrong that's the only time though like i can't really think of it applying to another client i suppose when i used to i used to have dreams about workup so okay (laughs) it's just it's transferred it's taken on new new life but i think you know just in short knowing what stresses you out being able to identify when you're stressed and having this is an individual answer and process. How do I get out of it? What do I need to get out of it? And it's rarely a quick fix. Yeah. Rarely. Either it's a whole bunch of work to lower your workload to de-stress or it's I'm stressed and anxious because of the last series of events over the last part of my life. And I know over the next two, three days, if I am, if I eat better, which is a thing for me, if I eat better, I feel better. And 100%. Then, and then when I feel better, I'll want to go and be more active and work out more because I feel good. Yep. And that starts a positive cycle. Yeah. It piles on. Mm-hmm. Or like domino effect. Right. Um, but then the opposite is true. Say something. Oh, I'm shitty at admitting that I'm stressed out. Yeah, that you don't do that very often where you admit it. Like, I won't even admit it to myself. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see it on your face. Like, there was... 
like a year ago when you were, you know, like changing jobs or, you know, I could see it. Yeah. There, I remember one specific day it was like, I can see it on your face. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. And I, I was like, I can, like, I was like, you don't have to talk about it, but I can see it. Yep. Yeah. I need to be better at that. It was no, a squinty eyed. communication. I'm just like. You were squinty eyed and it, a little bit pale. <laughs> and like the mouth didn't move. Like this. <laughs> the mouth didn't move? No. I remember you were asking me questions and I'm like, can I, we, I just don't want to talk about it. I know, but you had to talk about it. I know. Anyway. It was a stressful time. Absolutely. Any transition I think just admitting though, like admitting that you're stressed yes. eliminates some of the stress. Recognizing like, it. Tell people what you're struggling with. Yep. The world is not crumbling. A little crumbling. bit of vulnerability get, it, goes a long way. It's my it's my emotional reaction to what's happening. And yep. and um, doesn't mean you can change it, but you can recognize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely neither of us are, are experts in this field or any way. Absolutely but, not. <laughs> but uh, trying to be experts more in ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's all we can do. Absolutely. So try to identify what stresses you out and then make just like a, like one, like, Step one, two, three, to get yourself out. Like looking at a mental map. Okay, here's how I get out of it. Yeah. I feel like that would help. Yep. I'll never do that, but I feel like organized people should. I do. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I just eat a bag of chips and then go work out because of the guilt. And I go to Florida. <laughs>